0: A block off the park She loves me hardly man in the fence, at least I can read most of the ads Dreamed in French So far above me Wasted on a layman Wasted on a layman Wasted on a layman Wasted on a layman
1: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the City Life Supplement. It's the last Saturday of the month. It's 8:30 in the PM. And as always, we are coming to you fake live from Transistor Chicago. This is a a place so cool that it makes Miles Davis look like Urkel. (laughs) And and no, this isn't the outdated reference show. Relax. We're thinking about love tonight. Love, sweet love. That's our house band, Phil Garno with the velvety yada da da Nice and on the guitar as well. Eric Laughlin on piano. And Yeah, good. He they're still looking for a band name. We haven't figured that out yet. I think tonight they're calling themselves Electric Foreskin, is that right? Electric Foreskin, that's exactly right. I have a good story about that. Save it for never, please. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, our acting company with us tonight, Mike Brunley, Heather Forsyth, Dan Forsythe, Kim Lyle, Captain Jack Miggins, Chad Spear, Allison Tolman, Jennifer Ewell, and I'm Matt Lyle. We have Jeremy Scott as our special musical guest tonight. here. right here. He'll be, he'll be playing with us later, and it's February. We've got love on our minds. Let's get started.
0: A break in the clay. The day is wasted when you turn off your mind. That mind, by the way. Give me a chance, I'll fall on my own two feet. Cause it's better to stay than worry away. Better to stay.
1: It's been a hell of a month in Ravens Park. That's my neighborhood here in the 51st Ward of Chicago. And Lent just started. I I gave up hosting radio shows, so. That that didn't stick. <laughs> it's, uh, it's February, and we've had a nice, mild winter here in Chicago. Give it up for the mild winter! Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Just a lusty applause for that. Now, usually February uh, in Chicago is as uh, cold as a witch's titty, and I I don't use that word lightly. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, maybe it's even both as cold as both sometimes. Uh, We'd need a witch to figure that out, but forget it. We'll, we'll figure it out later. All right. Uh, you know, at this point in the winter, it's, it's been so gray and so cold for so long that if you're not suicidal, there's something wrong with you. And the only thing that could warm us up, could cheer us up at this point, is love. Yeah, yeah. just a little love will do wonders. We all know that. We yeah. had Valentine's Day this month, speaking of suicide. Uh, <laughs> now, that, that is the most polarizing holiday, I think. Jewish people like Christmas a lot more than single people like Valentine's Day (laughs) (laughs) they they like that joke better too Uh, now it's the day that you can see the most vitriolic uh, bitter angry side of your single friends and it's all out there on Facebook thank you Facebook for that (laughs) They, they hate it. God, they hate it. And, and they hate that people are out there actually enjoying the holiday. And that upset you this year because you posted, I love my baby on your lover's wall or timeline or whatever the hell. And, <laughs> and, and then the next year, your friends will be in new relationships and they'll post, my baby is the best and makes my life the best too. And, and you'll have just been through a bad breakup. They know that. And, and you'll find their posts smug and thoughtless and awkwardly phrased, and and you'll you'll wonder why people need to announce their personal affairs to the world anyway, and then you'll keep scrolling down the page to see what else everybody else has to say. Now, winter doesn't help the matter. I mean, I've always wondered why a day dedicated to love, why? Why does it have to fall in the pit of winter? Because when you think of love, you think about spring, right? Birds singing, flowers blooming, the streets Alive with the energy of people who have spent all winters indoors, and are angry about that. Yes, yes, but but now they're walking around in joyous moods, uh, as they relish the sun on their skin, the blue of the sky. Oh my God, the white of the clouds. Now, now, do me a favor, everybody. Sit where you are, and close your eyes, please, and imagine with me. Unless, of course, you're driving while listening to the podcast, in which case, open your eyes. Oh my God, open your eyes so everybody else (laughs) close your eyes and imagine with me imagine that perfect spring day ah the birds are out any amount of happiness seems possible you're on the train there's a Cubs game Uh, it's crowded uh, but it's before the game pre-loss so (laughs) everybody's in a (laughs) they're in a good mood still and they smell okay and, and only half of them are drunk and Personal space is a concept you can't afford to subscribe to on a train like this, so you just stand there and you make yourself small, you count your stops and try desperately not to fart. And then you look over and you catch, all at once, the most beautiful girl you have ever seen. So that glance has done something to you. It's stirred something inside you. You spend the, the rest of the ride sneaking peeks at her, and you imagine yourself touching her face lightly, maybe with the back of your hand, and and making her laugh and telling her your secrets. None of the gross ones, but (laughs) but still, some of them. Oh no, oh no, she's getting off the train. Oh, this beautiful creature, your possible soulmate, is walking right out of your life just three stops before yours, and there's absolutely nothing you can do about it. Except follow her. (laughs) Get off the train and walk behind her, keeping your distance so you don't scare her. I mean, you don't want her thinking you're the type of creep that follows girls around the city. Eric, let's go back to the major courts. Thank you. She walks until she finds a bench under an enormous old oak tree in the lonely corner of a park. She sits and takes out a book. It's a romance novel. Ah, you think she's horny. <laughs> And then then you're mad at yourself instantly for being so base. I mean, you're following this woman out of love, not lust. Sure, her bottom moves exactly how you like bottoms to move. <laughs> but, but this is love anyway. You start to, to picture your future lives together. Dates, romantic dinners, a proposal at the top of the Sears Tower, maybe. Wedding on the lake, vacations, children, and then, at last, a porch, twin rocking chairs. Your aged fingers intertwined. And before you realize what's happening, you're you're moved, you're stepping out from behind the tree that you've been hiding behind this whole time, and you're walking right up to her. She turns her attention to you, She, she puts down her book. Is that a glimmer of recognition in her eyes? Does she remember you from the train? You plant yourself in front of her, please. She looks at you, a question mark on her face. You have absolutely no idea what you're about to say mouth anyway and looking at you while troubles are fleeing i'm admiring the view because it's you i'm seeing and the sweet honeydew of well-being settles upon me what is this light It shines when you enter like a star in the night? And what's to prevent her from destroying my sight? If you center all of it on me? Looking at you, I'm filled with the essence of the quintessence of joy. seemed so gray. I wanted to end it till that wonderful day. You started to mend it, and if you'll only stay, then I'll spend it looking at you. And she pepper sprays you in the face. <laughs> yeah, you, you hadn't thought you'd been that pitchy, but it's hard to tell. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> and, and, then, and then, maybe you had. And then, and then her knee flashes up quickly. Oh my God, it's so quick. And, and it hits you right in the crotch. And you hit the ground in worse pain than you've been in since the last time someone maced you in the face and kneed you in the crotch. <laughs> and with that, she's gone. Just the sound of her rape whistle still... <laughs> Still floating on the breeze. <laughs> now jump ahead six months and, and, of course, you're married to her. You got her. Yeah. And then, and then 40 years have passed and you're still very much in love and you're hosting your children and your grandchildren and a new great grandchild at Christmas dinner. And, and everyone is so filled with joy as they laugh for the thousandth time as you ask your beautiful wife to pass you the pepper. And that's the story here at Raven's party. <laughs> Sometimes you get kissed, sometimes you get maced, and sometimes, oh boy, you get both.
0: (laughs) I can take or leave this place anytime I choose. That doesn't make me right or better than you. I wash my face, I change my clothes almost every single day It doesn't make me good, it doesn't change my way I'm sorry that you're sad, oh, 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 oh I'm sorry it might not be so bad Give it time When you travel across the country, oh, oh You're not alone When you travel across the country Oh, oh, oh You are my home Every day I feel the same Same old ups and downs You're still perfect I know I've been found And I would give myself a reason I would find myself a clue I want to be a better person If only for you I'm sorry about your dad Oh, 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 oh I'm sorry it makes me very sad Ooh when I travel across the country, oh, 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 I'm not alone. When I travel across the country, oh, 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 you are my home. This last verse is gonna tell ya what I think we need to do. Need to find a new apartment, time to make that big move. And I've been thinking about this for a long, 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 long time. I want to take you to Chicago, find that peace of mind. Up to rain this morning, rain like all of my dreams. If I write a song, I hope to God it is what it seems. This bastard, son and daughter make a great team. When I try.
1: Thanks, Phil. That's awesome. Now, now just as a little mace in the eye can serve as a good example of the pain and anguish people will put themselves through in the name of romantic love, for a loyal and loving parent supporting their child's artistic ambition can prove equally punishing. (laughs) Whether it's purchasing their offspring's abstract painting at a student arts exhibition or attending their new radio show slash podcast. (laughs) Uh, Now, there's no better glimpse of the gruesome punishment than that found in Chicago's famous and booming storefront theater scene. Uh, the newest member of which just hung up a shingle around the corner here uh, in Ravens Park, and which is, even as we speak, just minutes away from raising the curtain on their seventh performance of a brand new play. The Let's travel through three open windows, two heating vents, and a crack in the ceiling to join them now as a fly on the wall listening in on tonight's audience, which comprised solely of three patrons' ties as their second largest of the run. Hello. Hello. Hi.
2: I'm Dan Ujola, and this is my wife, Shirley. Hello. I'm,
3: uh, I- I'm Jonathan.
4: It's nice to meet you, Jonathan.
3: Good, firm grip there, Johnny. Thank you. We know that
4: strangers don't usually introduce themselves in the big city. But
2: seeing as how we're the only three people in the theater... We thought
4: we might as well get to know our neighbor. Yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Think uh, more people will show up, Johnny? There's only five minutes till curtain.
4: It only needs a few more folks. It's a nice thing about places this small is it doesn't take too many to make them feel full.
2: Especially this place. I counted. There are only 20 seats in here.
4: I don't know about you, Jonathan, but this might be the smallest theater that we've ever been in.
2: And we've been in some small ones, yeah. (laughs) Cheryl, remember the first time we came to a place like this in the middle of all the warehouses?
4: We we thought that the cab driver was kidnapping us. (laughs) Even...
2: Even after we found the address, I made him drive around the block three times looking for the actual theater. Where
4: are the lights we kept seeing? Where's the marquee? (laughs) Every
2: year, see, we used to make a special trip into the city uh, to see whatever was playing at all the big classic theaters downtown. Uh, Oriental, Cadillac, uh, Auditorium.
4: That's how we were used to theaters looking back then.
2: But that little place. Bootstraps Theater Company, or rather... (laughs) Two dozen folding chairs in a dingy little room? Thought we'd walked into an AA meeting, yeah?
4: <laughs> not, not that we know what those look like. But, you know, we, we, we watch The Lifetime, so.
2: But now we're used to these little storefronts, right, Charles? Oh,
4: we sure are. Do you know where the bathroom is in this place, Johnny? Um, I, it's a trick I think... question. There isn't one. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Yeah. I was opening the closet up uh, front when the boy with the bushy mustache, yeah, who sold us the tickets, yeah, told me we're supposed to use the bathroom in the bar two doors down.
5: Yeah. (laughs) He
4: said they have an arrangement.
2: Mind, we're not complaining.
4: Oh, no, not us. Just Mm -hmm. goes to
2: show there are all different kinds of ways of doing things.
4: Which is why, you know what we always bring to the city along with hand sanitizer and plenty of spare change?
6: An An open open mind. mind.
4: That's right, Jonathan. Yeah.
3: Yeah. 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 I I get
4: that. Yeah. So do you know someone in the show tonight, Jonathan?
3: Uh, kind of. Yeah, my my roommates. We're here a... to see our daughter. <gasps> oh, uh, who's who's your daughter?
4: Jenny, Jenny Uhola.
3: Jenny Uhola? Oh, you've heard of her. Uh, mm. Jenny. Uh, I don't, it sounds. Familiar, but I'm 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 not sure that I have.
4: Well, m- maybe you'll recognize her. I have a photo of her. You're on my T-shirt there. That's oh, yeah.
2: that's yeah. her playing Maria, junior year of high school.
4: Yes. Now that's Sound of Music, mind not not West Side Story.
2: Yeah, West Side was senior year. She was Maria then too, of course. Always the lead. Yeah. yeah,
4: yeah. We just we didn't choose that photo because she had to wear a black wig. You understand? Because she was playing a Hispanic. <laughs>
2: Not that we have anything against Hispanics, of course.
4: Oh, no. Such delicious food.
2: Chipotle, Qdoba.
4: Me gustan mis compañeros Latinos.
2: We just like this photo because it shows off the wavy blonde hair Cheryl gave her. Oh,
4: She gets under those stage lights and she just looks like an angel.
2: And Cheryl keeps wearing the shirt and hope it'll encourage her to grow it back.
4: Yeah, Maybe stop dyeing it.
2: <laughs> well, here's why you haven't heard of her. Looking at the program, seems she's changed her name again.
4: It's Genevieve now.
2: No last name. Just Genevieve. Well, we'll see if this one sticks.
4: At least she's still thanking us in her bio.
2: Still thanking the goddess, too.
4: Mm. (laughs) Remember growing up when it was just Jenny? Mm
2: J-E-N-N-Y.
4: Until choir camp junior year and then it was Jenny with an I.
2: Then auditions for college, it was Jennifer.
4: Sophomore year at Columbia, it was back to Jenny. With a
2: silent D before the J. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
4: But you know what? That's her journey, Jonathan. Which were with her on every single step. Since she was in preschool. Every single class recital. Every single Sunday morning service for choir. Every talent show. Every single play and musical. Got
2: most of them on tape, too.
4: Even the, uh... The down there monologues? (laughs) (laughs)
2: Most, not all.
4: (laughs) Now, do you know what I mean when I say down there, Jonathan?
2: Oh, boy.
4: It's the lady part monologues?
2: I ran out of tape during that one, if you know what I mean. Oh, my. That was tough.
4: I mean, seeing the little girl who always insisted on singing Be Our Guest to Company and who'd get embarrassed and pretend to be asleep when Aladdin was kissing Jasmine. Then
2: there she is, all grown up in front of a room full of strangers, talking about her special purpose.
4: But that's what she wanted to do, so we supported her.
2: Most important thing...
4: Those monologues, though, they don't hold a candle to some of the shows we've seen her do since.
2: They don't hold a flamethrower.
4: Some of these plays that she's in now with the swearing and the violence and the whatnot. Mind,
2: we still haven't missed a single one. And
4: we won't ever. Mm -mm.
2: But we have had to come up with some ways to get through the tougher ones, Mm. yeah.
4: When it's just a little bit racy, I close my eyes and I think about Oprah and I remind myself (laughs) that it's not her up there, it's just the character.
2: Me, I think about having had a boy.
4: Yeah. <laughs> but for the more extreme ones, you know, where she's in her birthday suit. Yeah,
2: For those we close our eyes, hold each other's knees. We
4: just hum a few of my favorite things under our breath until we hear the scene
5: change. Like, hmm,
2: hmm, no, Now, now, no yeah. need for that tonight, Cheryl. We're safe. This is a kid's show. Yeah. Jenny's playing the human mother of a magical
3: talking horse. That's my roommate.
4: Your roommate is the horse? Well, uh,
3: the, the bottom half at least of the horse puppet.
2: There's a puppet? Jenny didn't tell us there was a puppet. Oh, we love puppets. And you know who else loves puppets? We might have to come back again and bring Jenny's grandparents. Oh, they'd
4: be so tickled. <laughs> it's been a long time since we've let them come see one of her like, shows. Y- y- you know, I'm, I'm not so sure that- Hold that, like Johnny. The lights are dimming. Daniel, look, it's the boy with the bushy mustache.
1: Good evening, everyone. My name is Ronald J. Hines, and on behalf of everyone here at Murder of Crows Theatre Company, I'd like to thank you all for coming out to the premiere of my new theatrical essay, Naked Girl, Robot Horse. Daniel,
5: did, did you hear that?
1: I sure did. He must be the writer. If you would please take a second now to... Silence your cell phones, and please know that if you leave your seat during the performance, you won't be able to get back into the theater. Thanks, and experience the show.
4: (laughs) Dan, that silhouette behind the screen, that's Jenny. And the horse
2: silhouette, that must be the robot horse, yeah? I think you're right. Oh, there goes the screen. Good God.
5: Robot horse.
2: (laughs)
7: Mother.
5: Robot horse. Don't you ever wonder what it's like to be the rider?
2: <laughs>
6: Raindrops
2: on roses and whiskers on kittens. Bright copper kettles and warm woolen
3: mittens. Brown, brown paper, paper packages, packages tied up with, with strings. These are a few of, of my favorite things. No, 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 no m- m- uh, Mr. and Mrs. Yuhola, it's, it's fine. It's, it's all just a metaphor. Oh. oh. Yeah. Well.
4: That's our girl.
6: Yeah.
1: I did see a show like that in Mexico one time. But I'm going to stop talking about that now. And uh, talk instead about the that we here at the City Life Supplement, we, we like to take the opportunity to thank our own sets of parents who are hopefully not currently singing their own coping musical numbers, (laughs) and without whom we couldn't have gotten to where we are today. Quite literally, in some cases, uh, as is their arrangement, Chad, our announcer's mom dropped him off at the studio on her way to Target tonight.
7: Guess who's getting new
1: flannel pajama bottoms? (laughs) (laughs) That's so sweet. (laughs) All right, now now it's uh, time to turn over to, as the world size, the highly addictive and highly stupid hipster soap opera uh, set, of course, in our enemy neighborhood, Wicker Park. Whoa! All right, calm down, calm down. Calm down. Now, don't get me wrong. I hate the show. God, I hate this show. But oh my God, it's starting. <laughs> Last time on.
7: As the world sighs, Shay Farrington inherited her family's leggings business, but her father wants Justin, her hipster boyfriend, out of the picture, and her sister, Tasia, wants her revenge. Let's rejoin rich Mr. Farrington and a handsome stranger.
2: Have you ever heard the name Justin Hipsterman?
1: Sounds familiar. Who's he?
2: Take a look at this photo.
1: Whoa! He has my same face, yo! As the
0: world sighs.
2: Very good, Dustin Lipsterman. You're his long-lost, douchey, evil twin brother. And you're going to help me take him down. What the hell? Remember the $500,000 I wired you to take this meeting? Mm -hmm. There's more where that came from. And I know you've been looking for money to invest in that big box chain store that plans to move into town.
1: Right. I totally want to put all those mom and pop shops out of business my biological parents owned mom and pop mm, pop popsicle shops the money was tight (laughs) but like actually tight you know like they didn't have any and and when mom found out she was pregnant and with twins she had no choice but to sell me on the black market for extra kids ash now's my chance to get back at mom's favorite dustin
2: No, you're Dustin. He's Justin. That's what I said, son. Never mind. (laughs) Justin was taken care of this morning. All I need you to do is assume his identity and break my daughter's heart. And you can start by standing her up for their lunch date that started an
1: hour ago. I'm in, yo. This is gonna be more fun than listening to Dave Matthews' band while date raping a fat chick. I'm outie late. (laughs) <laughs> Meanwhile...
5: Justin, it's Shay. I'm guessing that band practice ran late and you've forgotten our lunch date? Allow me to remind you that this wasn't just a lunch date, but a business meeting with a new chambray spandex supplier. Now I have to do damage control. <sighs> Call me when you get this.
7: <laughs> Elevator going down. Hey, Shay.
5: Oh, Carlo, Hey. What are you doing here at Wicker Park Office Complex and Cafe?
3: I needed to gluten. Hashtag bond me. Hashtag bubble tea. Is Justin giving the Frigidaire or what? He's not picking up his piece.
5: What? I thought Justin was with you.
3: (laughs) Nope. He ghosted band practice this morning. Hashtag dun, dun, dun.
5: God, what is wrong with him? He's probably off waxing his mustache or something. What was that?
3: Oh, looks like this elevator just jammed hashtag total cliche. (laughs) Anyway, I can't believe Jay treats you like that, Shay. If I were with you, I'd make you a really deck mixtape.
5: But, Carlo, you're with Briggs.
3: Uh, IDK, she's just kind of Ishtar. She's all into Animal Collective. I mean, I liked their earlier stuff, but come on. Hashtag strawberry jam.
5: (laughs) Too bad. I always thought you two had something really special.
3: Your mega deck. Hashtag mega deck.
5: Wow. Thanks, Carlo.
3: You want to get liquid in this shaft? Hashtag sex.
5: <laughs> I thought you'd never ask. Take off your wayfarers, and I'll take off my shutter shades. Ugh, 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 these fencing lessons strongly really paid
6: off! <ropriate haunting noise>
1: Did he say something about fencing lessons there? <laughs> I, don't, I don't understand. All right, now uh, let's check back in with Chad Spear. Chad Spear, everybody. A uh, Chad, Chad is our Foley artist and announcer, and he's, he's also an accomplished uh, solo performer around town, uh, and he just wanted a second to, to kind of pitch the, the show that he's, he's got running at the Apollo Studio uh, through March. So, Chad, tell him about it. Thanks, Matt. The show is called A Boat Ride Away. It's about my
7: childhood growing up as a little Puerto Rican girl in Queens. Here's an excerpt. Aye, papi, tu baby
3: es muy feo. Matt, 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 uh, Chad, I don't, I don't mean to interrupt,
1: but uh, you know. But what? you're interrupting. Yeah, 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 yeah.
3: <laughs> is this mic on? Oh yeah, it's, it's totally on. Uh hey, hey everybody. Uh my name's Lou, uh Lou Thario. I just wanted to say uh women of the world, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, you know Valentine's Day just passed and uh believe me, I cleaned up. Am I right? Am I right, Matt? Matt, okay. touch my hand. Right Do a hand touch. Yes. Oh, nice. Anyway, that's not the point. Uh I I haven't been a saint and I just want to get some things off of my chest, here. (sighs) To Jenny Rothstein, who will remain
0: nameless,
3: (laughs) I am sorry. When I told you my sister died so I could go on a date with another woman, then have great condolence sex with you, that was a lie. I don't have a sister. To my male lady, I only subscribed to Better Homes and Gardens, so that I could have sex with you. I'm sorry it worked so well.
6: <laughs>
3: Tell your husband I said sorry too. Alright. To, to that vegan girl I was hooking up with for a while, that was real beef jerky, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: Alright, okay, okay, Let's, we're just uh, to, gonna to, to, to To
3: that Hindu girl I was hooking up with for a while, that was real beef jerky too, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: All right, good. And, you know he's just going to keep going on forever, so we need to get uh, we need to get back to the uh, show. And uh, Jeremy Scott, our musical guest, come to the stage, to the
6: stage.
1: Jeremy Scott. Jeremy Scott. Uh, the first question I'd like to ask you yeah. is, who are you? <laughs> That's a very deep and complex question. Yeah, we don't have time for it. Okay. So, uh,
6: <laughs> uh, uh,
1: <laughs> the second question. Uh, so you live here in Chicago. I do live here in Chicago, yes. Uh, you're playing gigs around the town all I do. the time?
8: I play a lot, and uh, I even play with the fabulous Phil Garno every once in a while as nice. well.
1: Nice. So. He's, He's pretty good looking out here. Fabulous Phil Garno. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and what neighborhood do you live in here? I actually live in Humboldt Park. Humble Park. Yeah. And you came to Chicago
3: from? From uh, a farm town called Provistown, Illinois. It's about two hours west of here.
8: It's, hmm.
9: uh, it's still in Illinois. Cool. Nice lot,
1: yeah, a lot of differences between farm town and Humboldt Park.
9: There, there is actually. Right? There's a lot of differences between there.
1: Yeah, okay. Well, uh, well, we don't have time to get into all those either. All right. Why don't you? Why don't you just play? Have fun. Thanks for thanks for being absolutely, here. Absolutely, absolutely. This is a song I wrote. It's called uh, "Escape." It's going to go like this. You too many strings on your guitar there from <laughs> to 12 oh wow interesting all right now uh, thanks jeremy <laughs> appreciate it that was, that was awesome okay so now um we're gonna go down to our old school reporter uh herbert morrison he is live on location with his trusty sound engineer charlie charlie murphy and uh he's live from uh, the opening <laughs> of ampersand a, a new restaurant here in ravens park uh, it's at the corner of uh it's at clark and Tripoli, I believe so let's go to herbert <laughs> I'm reporting
7: live here from Ampersand, a popular brunch establishment on the north side. Groups of two and four are enjoying breakfast and daytime cocktails on special today for just (laughs) $14.99. Everyone is just uh, enjoying each other's company. The couple to our right appears to have been dating for just a short time. She is still giggling at his jokes, and he appears to have worn a nice shirt. (laughs) Perhaps they've uh, been together for just a few weeks. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, she's asked him to be her date to a wedding. Oh, oh, Charlie, get this. Oh, no. Do you see his face? A cousin. A cousin's getting married. It's a 22-year-old cousin, and it's a family wedding. Her parents would be there. Oh, he's panicking. He's panicking. Oh, and she's trying to backpedal the backpedaling the backpedaling oh ladies and gentlemen oh dear god he's just told her maybe they should slow things down but he's already slept with her he's already slept with her sweet god no oh the humanity oh the tears she's downing her mimosa through her tears oh I can't watch oh I simply cannot watch oh Oh, Charlie, please, Charlie. Ladies and gentlemen, I cannot. I'm out of breath. Oh, this is the worst thing this reporter has ever seen. <laughs>
1: I have to stop. I simply can't. Okay, I think we've uh, lost signal there. So um, I, I don't know if it was anybody else, but I, that whole thing seems slightly excessive to me. <laughs> I'll say 14 99
7: for a breakfast cocktail. That place will never last. <laughs>
1: Anyway, uh, that's what that's what happens when we do journalism. We we suck at it. No offense, Herbert. All right, now uh, finally. uh, uh, fortunately, actually, we're uh, within the narrow strip. That is the broadcasting range of our sister station, 91.3. And uh, they don't really know they're our sister station, so please don't tell them. <laughs> uh, we, we pretty much just turn them on to kill a segment and um, give you, our audience, their cultured radio experience. So let's turn over now and see what they are talking about.
5: Thank you for listening to 91.3 WWTF, broadcasting from the... Broadcasting from the Ravens Park Community College campus <laughs> to most parts of the Ravens Park community, WWTF has periodically been your home for news and public broadcasting for the past 13 and a half years. We hear now from Jamie Johnson in part two of a continuing series on the varying views of education in Ravens Park. Hi, no. oh. give right. me no. All right, all right, all right, shut it down, shut it down.
3: Today's a reading day. Day, guys. Get
1: your books out. I recently visited
5: Frank Hudson, a first-year, seventh-grade English teacher at Ravens Park Junior High School.
1: Mr. Hudson, yesterday was reading day. That's, yeah. Is that so?
3: Vince, well, check one more. Hank, the cow dog adventure off your bucket list. Thank me later.
1: Well, so was Friday. What?
5: Friday. It was a reading day, too.
3: Okay, okay, guys. So, what's today? Wednesday! Wednesday. Wednesday. Alright, um... Uh, Wednesday's Rough Draft Day!
5: I thought you said Wednesday was wind Down Wednesday.
3: Yeah, yeah, well, it, 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 Wednesday has many names, okay? Now, this lady here is going to interview me, you guys, write, just write all period.
5: About what?
3: Jesus Christ. Sorry, sorry, uh, Jesus Hamster. (laughs) Um, uh, Jesse? Jesse? It's Brandon. Okay, Uh, uh, write a topic on the board, all right?
5: All of his topics are about wizards and death metal.
3: Brian, uh, no wizards, no death metal.
5: Brandon. Okay,
3: Uh, and nothing about mixing two predatory animals together. That one got real weird. (laughs)
5: Learning in action.
3: <laughs> Don't get your hopes up. It'll still be something about dragons or eagles with laser vision or some shit or mm-hmm. some some shoot like that.
5: Such creativity. Nah,
3: it's just whatever's airbrushed on his shirt that day.
5: As we spoke, Frank's students' pens whispered feverishly on the page. Their brows furrowed. Many of them poked their tongues out of the corners of their mouths as they poured Thirteen years worth of bottled-up creativity into their topic. Imagine you were given the eyes of an eagle by a mad scientist. (laughs) Describe your journey to find that scientist and your kidnapped model girlfriend using your new super eagle vision. (laughs) Frank, can you describe to us the moment that you received the call?
3: Like, for the job?
5: Yes, to teach.
3: Well, the, the principal called, all excited like, and said, you got the job. And I was like, seriously? You guys must be pretty hard up. And he's like, it's mid-year. You've got a degree in no sexual felonies. <laughs> <laughs> and to which I replied, the night is young, boss.
5: <laughs> I actually meant the call as in you were calling to be a teacher.
3: <laughs> <laughs> calling? Are, are you being serious right now? Oh, oh, no, no, no. Fuck no. Oh, d- sorry. Sorry. Uh, but seriously, fuck no. <laughs> no way. I, I just want my kid to go to school here. See, my wife is pregnant, and we can't afford to live in Ravens Park. But if I teach here, my kid can go to school here.
5: So, enrolling your own child. That would be your way of professing your faith. A faith in yourself. As a teacher.
3: No, not really. Mm -mm.
5: As a young teacher, Frank can relate to students in a way that most seasoned teachers have forgotten. At this time of year, I couldn't help but wonder what it must be like viewing first loves from such a perspective. Frank, what is Valentine's Day like at a junior high school campus?
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's different. Most kids hate it, but you do have a couple of those types who dive in like it's fucking, sorry, uh, Frenching, uh, fr- cat, like it's cat carnival or something. Uh, you have the super cute girls, uh, like that one back there, uh, the one in the cheerleader outfit, keeps crossing and recrossing her legs.
5: Yeah, I see her.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you. You sure? There's, there's two. One has the spray-on tan ends just above the, the knee. The other y- one yes, has the real. I'm teetle. pretty sure I. She's got so, much perkier. I, I, I got it. Yeah, yeah, she's not there yet, yes. but she will be. <laughs>
6: <laughs>
9: a- anyway, uh, in
3: in computer lab the other day, she used an Excel spreadsheet to make a decision matrix charting all the boys who might take her to the Valentine's dance. Her algorithms were taut, but also pert. <laughs>
5: So, in a word, in a snapshot, what is young love like at a junior high school?
3: Gross. Hormonal. Uh, Smells kind of like pancakes when they get all cranked up at the same time.
5: As we spoke, many of the students excitedly completed their rough drafts. One shy girl... A student with stringy black hair and a propensity to bite her lower lip and duck her eyes into freckled cheeks stepped to Mr. Hudson's, de- Hudson's desk, nervously tucking her Jesus Camp t-shirt into her acid-washed jeans and asked politely to read her draft aloud. Shit.
3: Um, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I guess we can do that. But everybody, remember, we don't laugh at people in here. You don't laugh unless it's something that's supposed to be funny. And you better know it's funny. Hey, you better know it's funny. Otherwise, just listen and don't even breathe funny. Got it? Because it's your ass. Oh. Because that's your butthole.
0: <laughs> D-Hall,
3: you hear me, guys? d haul anybody who laughs, first one. D-Hall. All right, go ahead, Jenny.
5: I've written a song. Oh, fuck. Fuck, <laughs> <That caught> Jenny. <laughs> Oh, love, fly away from me, love. Fly away
2: from me. You suck, you suck, you suck, With The
5: wings of a dove and the head of a lion. So (laughs) majestic and Mom didn't Ryan, want to have a had I had not the eyes of an eagle. Oh, God.
3: Thank God. Thank God. I just bit straight through my lip. Love, oh, second verse. This is real
5: life. Oh. That's so
6: Oh, she's like, oh, <laughs> For you,
5: my love, I will wait. <gasps>
3: it's beautiful. You're gonna edit. <laughs> you're gonna edit that shit out, right?
5: <laughs> Next time, we will continue our look into the nature of education in Ravens Park by seeing what the experience is like from a parent's perspective we will travel to the other end of the scholastic spectrum as we follow the mother of a first grader as she takes on a new role as PTA president of Ravens Park Elementary School. And we will learn that there is much more to being a PTA president than most of us know. The Ravens
4: Park Elementary School PTA is making things happen. I mean, field day? This thing is going to be huge. We're going to make... We're going to make the Special Olympics look like the Special Olympics.
6: Uh,
1: that wasn't like their usual shows, but uh, I'm sorry. Okay. Um, now uh, It's time. Uh, we're going to do a little something we like to call public transcripts. We all, we all have to travel... Uh, by train, bus, or cab to get where we go. Not all of us, but uh, most of us. Uh, and uh, and this is a thing for, if you ever want to appear on the show, uh, tell us your bus, train, or cab story when you make a reservation. We ask that question uh, during the confirmation. Uh, give us the gist of the story, and if we like it, we may invite you like we did this fellow right here. All this right is on. Craig Berman. Uh, welcome Craig. Woo! Craig's a civilian, so be nice to Craig. Okay. All right. Now, um, Craig, who are you? <laughs> um,
8: my but, name. My name is Craig.
1: Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a good start. Okay. Uh, what do you do for a living, Craig? I am a uh, product designer. Cool. I'm going to pretend like I know what goes into that. That's fine. Okay. <laughs> it's easier. Um, and uh, what neighborhood do you live in here in Chicago? I live in uh, Logan Square. Logan Square. Do you like that? I do like it a lot. <coughs> nice, nice. And you're, you're, um, uh, meet, meet Allison here that's to your left. Hi,
4: hi. Good to see you again. You're going to tell We've your totally story. we totally met. Uh, yeah. He's got a super cute baby.
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah, that's He's a dad too. So you can be even nicer to him. Um, now, uh, Craig, uh, where does your story take place? My story takes place in a
8: cab. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's public transit, right? Oh yeah, it's public transit. Enough. I don't think yeah. it counts. No.
1: Oh, sit oh, it, sit, sit out. Out. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, all right, <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, just uh, get it started. Get rolling. Okay. What, what happened um, to you? What's your story?
8: Yeah, so uh, I was working late uh, at the uh, office where I work, and mm-hmm. I was leaving maybe around nine o'clock. And I step out in the street, working River North.
1: So you work hard. Nine o'clock.
8: I know it was late, and nice. uh, I don't like that, but it happens. So mm-hmm. I stepped out, and it's River North. Lots of cabs driving around. It's very easy to hail one. Get in, uh, pull out my phone, and start tapping, tapping things, ignoring the driver. You know, told him where to go, Logan Square, go. Mm-hmm. Like you do,
4: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ignore, no, no, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh huh. No, okay. I'm with you.
8: Okay, yeah. yeah. So you know, and by the time we get on the highway, he's uh, starting to make small talk, which you know is always actually a lot of fun. Yeah, so, um, it can be. Mm. Sure, yeah.
4: you learn things. Yeah. You learn
8: all their prejudices.
4: It's <laughs> <laughs> just good to know. Yeah, yeah. In case you fit into them. So uh, yeah. That's good.
8: Okay. So he's small talking. Yeah. He's small talking, ask about work. Saying, hey, were you working late, man? I was like, mm-hmm. well, Yeah. You know, it's he's like, oh man, it's really late. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you know, it happens. And, Um, you know but I failed to mention this he has a very nice mustache a bit of a mullet okay older older man okay maybe Carlos Santana Carlos
1: Santana Santana. okay type you know know. I was gonna
4: say you don't see older men with mullets and you said Carlos Santana and I was like yes you do it was an (laughs) (laughs) like I was
1: like oh Clearly. Okay. okay. So thank you so. for coming
4: ready with a celebrity lookalike for a illustration. Yeah,
1: I'm picturing him. Okay. Uh-huh.
8: So yeah, so he's really interested and, oh man, that's, that's really late. And so I, you know, that's fine. It's like, well, you're working late. What time are you on till? He's like, oh, I'm on till midnight. I'm like, well, that's, that's pretty late. He's like, yeah, it's my birthday. Oh, yeah. no. So I was like, oh man, I got you working late on your birthday. Yeah. And he, uh, he goes, oh, that's all right. And he looks up in the rear view, wide eyes, right at me. He goes, cause I got the
1: drugs. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: so, so, so Carlos Santana Cheech Marin says, "I got the drugs," yeah. and you're on Lakeshore We're on, uh,
8: no, the Kennedy right uh, now. Okay. Well, what about 90 so miles an, an hour? Now, yeah, I'm checking yeah, my seatbelt for uh, sure. So he has. <laughs> <legs>. <laughs> 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 like it's it's not rude to wear the seatbelt. No, right, that's right.
4: Standard. Yeah. yeah.
8: And so, so he can see. I think he can see. I'm am a little nervous by this. <laughs> you,
4: did, now, did you when he said I got the drugs? Did you think he meant like in his system or like in the car? It's unclear. Okay, <laughs> maybe
8: both. The maybe plot he's is gonna to sell thicken. You drugs.
4: Yeah. All right.
8: So, so I, I, you can see, he saw I was a little nervous, mm-hmm. and he starts to backpedal. He's like, "Wow, well, you know, I'm not really into drugs. You know, I, you know, I like like marijuana, man, it makes me crazy. I will, you know, I smoke marijuana. I, oh, bad things happen. I, I, I stick to cocaine." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that's, that's I going to say, sh- for when me. someone tells
4: you that they're not really into drugs and they lead with that they don't like marijuana, like that's not a good sign. <laughs> I like hard shit. Yeah.
8: <laughs> he, he also said tequila was his thing too. So, oh. No. Yeah.
4: It's a man so, after my own heart. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
8: So, you know, cocaine, tequila. Right. So yeah. So I was like, well, man, it's your birthday. What, I mean, do you have plans? Are you going to, uh-huh. you know, when you get off at midnight, he's like, yeah, you know, my, my friend, uh. Jose Reyes and Jimmy Martinez. We're gonna we're gonna get together, drink some tequila, and Great do some cocaine. Players, yeah. Was that their oh. actual names?
4: Did you remember and, and their names? Well,
8: here's the thing. He used first and last names.
4: So you do. Those are the actual. So those names. are names. All right. Oh. Yeah.
8: Um, so Jose yeah. So now I know his friends. Ricky, if, you're and, if you're listening, and, and,
1: yeah. we've actually yeah, brought nice. him here tonight. <laughs>
4: <laughs> we're kidding. <Yeah. laughs>
1: That would be awesome. This is your life. Okay, so so
8: he's so where is he headed on his? Okay, so at this point we're so just exiting off the highway. We're we're headed down diversity. We're getting into Logan Square. Uh-huh. Um, he's going on and on about the drug trade. And how it's, it's hard to get good drugs these days, and like uh, uh, yeah. you know,
1: what is he preaching to the choir.
8: Yeah, and so the conversation <laughs> conversation finally finally moves on to something different. And he uh, uh, we're getting close to my house, luckily, and uh, says, you know, you know, my girlfriend Maria Berrios, first first last name again. What? She's really good in bed. I go oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, right. he, and he says uh, she'll do anything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Please, I, I hope he specified.
8: And uh, yeah, he did. And I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not gonna go into it, but it was a lot of things. It was very impressive. Oh. Wow. She did, yeah, she did a lot. And he, but he said, uh, but you know, my daughter, she's she's 26 years old. She doesn't like her too much. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. You know, she's she's at that age where she thinks she knows everything. And
4: 26 <laughs>
8: And you mean my, adult age? <laughs> <laughs> I don't well, know. And it turns out his girlfriend's 20. So I think that was <laughs> really uh-oh. Uh-oh. So,
1: okay. I like her either.
8: Yeah. So then we pulled to my house. I paid her the twenty. I tried to get out quick,
1: and he gave me my change in dimes. <laughs> <laughs> in dimes. So that is a cab driver who had a fare paid in dimes right before you, probably. That's what. So, so. <laughs> cool. That. Uh, Wait.
4: What was the cab driver's name? Did you ever tell? Him? He
1: never gave me his name. What was yes. the girl?
4: He was like a phantom. Like he gave you all these other names, and he didn't give you his name.
1: What was the girlfriend's name? Uh I don't remember. You don't Sorry. remember. What was her phone number? <laughs> <laughs> just, look, just look for
8: Carlos Santana.
1: <laughs> Thank you, Craig. Craig, you telling the story. Thank you. I forgot to All right, now, actually, Craig, stay up here for just a second. Um, oh, uh, any, so uh, just one thing I want you to do, uh, if you don't mind, uh, we are heavily leveraged in this thing, so we have to have uh, sponsors. And if you would read the spot for me, if you don't mind. That's fine. All right, cool.
8: Hi, I'm Creighton Berman, and when I'm no on the saw-fill, or micking of your Holmund, and of my hats non-nolly and or off off, then it makes total sense to make ears muffs to earmuffs non-my ears. <laughs> your ears will thank me to perspit my crippling porn <laughs> my crippling
1: porn addiction. <laughs> I think we learned two things there. Wow. Craig is slightly illiterate. And and he has a crippling porn addiction. Join the club. Alright, no, that was B.S. That was my friend Craig. But seriously, Ears earmuffs, buy em, Okay. <laughs> um, I think now it's time that we're gonna take our little bathroom uh, break, right? So let's, let's do the intermission. Uh, I got one thing to say <clears throat> first, is that the first act, besides ears earmuffs, uh, <laughs> and whatever the rest of that stuff was, um, the first act was brought to you by Angie and Mike Toes. Two finer people I have not met, and, um, well, I mean, like, fine as in nice, not like, Falling like hot. Though, they, I mean they're nice-looking people. Angie's my uh, sister-in-law. And she's very fit. She's very her ha- hair. All right, forget it. <laughs> um, <laughs> thanks, Angie and Mike. We love you guys. Okay, uh, let's just go and take that break. I'll stop blushing here. In a second. <laughs> do some shout outs. Outside the Loop Radio Thursday mornings at 10am on WLUW 88.7 on the FM dial. They hosted me a couple weeks ago and, uh, and we had a great conversation. So listen to them. It's, uh, it's outside the loop, it's everything Chicago. So listen to those guys. Um, and the show is also recorded on microphones from Cam Instruments, focused on innovative designs contributing to the advancement of modern music with simple and accessible products at prices as good as they sound. Find out more at caminstruments.com or get in touch or touch our sound man, Dominic Armstrong, back here. He He can be be reached through email uh, at uh, Dominic at uh, CamInstruments.com And for your future spelling bee needs, Cam is spelled K-A-M and Dominic is D-O-M-I-N-I-C And also the City Life Supplement is very proud to be on Stitcher Listen Listen to us on your iPhone, your Android phone, Kindle Fire and other devices with Stitcher Stitcher is smart radio for your phone find it in your app store or on stitcher.com stitcher smart radio
0: Love's not gonna
1: Phil. <laughs> was that cynical? Was that mean? That's that true. Mad? It's true. It's true, actually. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm just a kid. All right. Uh, Dominic, uh, let's check back in with Luthario and uh, see what's happening with him. So uh, bring his mic back up. I do not and have never had 11 fingers. What?
3: I'm sorry. Are oh, we still apologizing. To okay. my roommate's blind girlfriend, that was me. Boo. <laughs> to my boss, I swear I did not know that was your daughter. To my boss's daughter, call me.
1: Oh, come on. <laughs> all right, take him back out again. And to she, the lady yeah. at the
3: tennis court, Sorry. I have no idea how to swing a racket, but it felt right.
1: <laughs> that one didn't make any sense at all. But All right, now, an, uh, an interesting story popped up uh, around the Valentine's Day season uh, here in Chicago. It's the story of a local Hallmark employee and uh, pet enthusiast, whose animals sparked up a fair amount of controversy in February. So ladies and gentlemen, let's uh, welcome Shirley Mertz Mm -hmm. to the stage. Hi Matt! Hey Shirley! You still uh, winding down from Valentine's Day?
5: I guess you could say so.
1: (laughs) Well, why don't you just uh, tell everybody what happened to you then?
5: Okay, so I have five dogs. Pesto, Petey, Pepper, Pinky, and James Buchanan. (laughs) I have nine cats. Princess, Patty, Puster, Puff Street uh-huh. Pint Pennies My Dear Polish Polish and Onkessin Peepee the <laughs> Second <laughs> she's named after a female pharaoh
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay that's a lot of pets
5: I also have a skink a bearded dragon a Bahamut anole, and six goldfish
1: right So context firmly established. Um, uh, What what happened this winter to you, Shirley?
5: Well, it all started this New Year's. Mm -hmm. I was at home watching Seacrest with my dear friend Janine. Janine's here, actually. Janine, say hi. Hi. (laughs) So just as it struck 12 and Janine and I were banging pots together and throwing treaties into the air for the little guys to munch on, I noticed two of my pets were missing. My doggy Woggy, James Buchanan, and my witty kitty, Puffstrit, And they were bacon-flavored treats. We all know how much James Buchanan loves bacon. Yeah. We knew something was going on. So, we looked all around the house, and who did we find but James Buchanan and Puffstrit looking at each other's faces? adorable so I took some pictures and posted them to my pet blog <laughs> www.petblogs.org forward slash Mert So Good <laughs> it, it won fourth okay. place for best pet in a bow tie in 2009 oh nice <laughs> pictures they were just so adorable and they started spreading around the internet so mm-hmm. when February rolled around it only made sense that Pustrid and James Buchanan would be valentines <laughs> I mean they made the decision not me
1: uh, I, I, <laughs> you just took the pictures I understand I just understand. took the pictures now, I know I understand uh, no <laughs> Not everyone was happy with all that, though, were they? They weren't happy with Puffstreet and James Buchanan, were they?
5: No, sorry, Bob, Matt. (laughs) But really, who could look at a cat and a dog being boyfriend and girlfriend and not think that's the most adorable thing they've ever seen their whole lives? It's understandable.
1: But, but, we are joined today by one of those critics of Miss Mertz. Here's Tim Brixton of the American League for the Maintenance of Family Values as reflected (laughs) through their pets. So, Tim, uh, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Matt. Tim, uh, what did what did you think when you saw the pictures for the first time?
2: Well, I was reading the latest news on the Huffington Scratching Post. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. What's Tim doing reading that left-wing, likely communist pet blog? But don't worry, I was just trying to walk a mile in their moccasins. Didn't get very far, though. Uh, and, and what exactly did you see then? Horrible stuff, Matt. Mm. I saw a cat and a dog sharing an ottoman, licking each other's noses, nuzzling.
1: Okay, and uh, and, and this was Puffstrett and James Buchanan then? You bet it was. Okay. And if that wasn't bad enough, people were
2: loving it. There were only positive comments and hundreds of views. And these pictures were in the worst of taste. I mean, really, a dog and a cat dressed up as Hitler and Eva Braun? They were Laurel and Hardy! <laughs> <laughs> well, whatever they were, it was unsettling, to say the least. <laughs> and the ALMFVRTTP wouldn't just stand by and let this happen. I knew something needed to be done.
1: What, well, what exactly, why exactly did something need to be done then, Tim?
2: It's against the laws of nature, Matt. Okay, okay. If God wanted cats and dogs to be friends, he wouldn't have made them natural enemies. He would have made some sort of floppy-aired tree-climbing man's best friend who uses a litter box.
5: Oh, that sounds so adorable. (laughs) I'd name him Arthur Fonzarelli. He sounds so cool. (laughs) Ayy.
2: He does not sound cool. And he doesn't exist. America was founded on these basic principles, Matt. Mm. If the founding fathers could see a cat and a dog being friends, I-, I don't know what they would do.
5: But James Buchanan and Puff Strett are adorable!
2: But where does it stop? If we start having our cats and dogs be pre 10 Valentines, then pretty soon a cat could start dating its scratching post!
5: That would be so cute!
2: <laughs> a woman could start. could marry her laundry machine!
5: Ooh. Think of how clean everything would be.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I know it sounds crazy, but if it keeps up, we could end up with men marrying other men, for Pete's sake.
1: Uh, Men? You say men uh, marrying other men? Yes, sir. Okay, uh, Tim, uh, same-sex marriage is legal in seven states and Washington, D.C. already. (whistles) Excuse me? Yeah, Yeah. uh, uh, men can already marry men in many parts of America. sorry. Uh. Well, uh, uh, for those of you listening at home, that was... uh, Mr. Brixton has fainted, and uh, and his mouth is beginning to fill with what I can only assume is his own vomit. Could somebody roll him on his side, please? Good. Thank you. God.
4: He looks sticky.
1: (laughs) He you know what he is sticky oh all right well i'd like to thank our guests uh shirley mertz the the adorable shirley mertz and janine thank you guys thank you guys thanks for telling your story And, and we at the city life supplement would like to extend our greatest get well wishes to tim brixton of the American League for the maintenance of family values as reflected through their pets. And to Puffstrett and James Buchanan, keep on nuzzling. All right, now, okay you guys, uh, I have to tell you something and I'm sort of an apology. Uh, It's (laughs) going to be a little shocking. That piece, that whole thing that we just read, that whole thing, the whole damn thing, not just the thing at the end, it was an analogy for gay marriage, you've been satirized. (laughs) (laughs) Pew (laughs) pew! All
6: right. Sunrise. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Thanks. Uh, now I know I know we're subversive here, but um, and so take a moment to deal with that, please. Don't be angry at us, because there's more. <laughs> <laughs> the subject of gay marriage is such an important issue in America today that we decided uh, for this month our shows that's devoted to love uh, this month we're going to do one more quick piece on the subject, and this one this one is at least partially based in actual events, Allison.
4: Thanks, Matt. The -hmm. fall of last year saw some significant changes to an old wedding staple, the song Sunrise, Sunset, from the 1964 hit musical Fiddler on the Roof, a favorite for father-daughter dances and processionals. The traditional lyrics, which address the awe that parents feel upon realizing that their sons and daughters are grown, were reworked in order to make them appropriate for ceremonies involving same-sex couples. The change has been met with outrage amongst those opposed to gay unions who feel that destroying the sanctity of marriage is one thing, but destroying the sanctity of show tunes, a traditionally straight medium, is entirely another. (laughs) (laughs) The idea for the lyrical change-up was that of Joshua Ellis, an interfaith minister, former theatrical press agent, and Jew. (laughs) Ellis approached Fiddler on the Roof's lyricist Sheldon Harnick and asked him about making the change. Harnick agreed and said it only took him a couple of days to rework the lyrics, which entailed interchanging the words girl, boy, he, and she. In an unrelated story, if Harnick's grandson Andrew expects to see one penny of those sweet, sweet Broadway residuals, he better stop streaming Dexter and go by this weekend to show his grandfather how to use the find-replace function on his gateway computer. So, what is next? A few other popular tunes have already on the docket to receive updates of their own to make them more gay and lesbian friendly, including a remastering of The Prayer, a duet popularized by tall Canadian Celine Dion and freaky blind phenom Andrea Bocelli. <laughs> this ceremony favorite will be retitled The Prayer, semicolon, but not in a Christy way. <laughs> Another proposed edit, Franz Schubert's Ave Mario. <laughs> and for the reception, Beyoncé's All the Single People and Werner Thomas's The Gay Chicken Dance. <laughs> the social repercussions of doctoring these time-honored favorites is yet to be seen, but the general consensus for most of the population seems to be the same, Matt. Mm-hmm. We don't care who you are or who you marry or what you play at your wedding. As long as there's still cake and the opportunity to see who's gotten fat since college, <laughs> we'll still be there.
1: Too Back true. to you. <laughs> all right. Uh, thank yep. you. Thank you, all. for that. Now, uh, now which, uh, I, I, I got it. which parts were true?
4: Um, this is a m- mostly true story. I made up the song titles, obviously. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. But there is really um, a Joshua Ellis. And Sheldon Harnick, who is the lyricist, really did quote him. <laughs> His quote is that it took him a couple of days to rework the lyrics, which is absurd, because I read them many times, and really, it is just he, interposing
1: she. he she. He she. Okay. No yeah. Really slow. But he's mostly slow. true. Mostly hey, true. That's good to know.
4: Yeah. Hmm. Allison. Yes, ma'am.
1: Would you like to read some misconnections? Mm, yes, I would. Okay, let's do it.
4: I would. <sighs> <gasps> Am I singing? Misconnections. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So uh, misconnections. For those of you who don't know, there is a website called Craigslist.org, which is a community bulletin board essentially, where you can post if you need a Twelve string guitar, or a place to live, or whatever. Um, and there's there's also a section called Misconnections, which is where if you 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 lost your love on the street or you right. know in transit or whatever, you ships can post for them. Like passing ships in the night, you can post for them, and then they'll read it and they'll they'll come find you. Um, or or people will read it on a podcast and laugh at you. <laughs> and it, and it, it almost always works.
6: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> In your experience That's that's Mike Runley
4: Mike Runley joins us up here uh, Our resident uh, Like optimist I guess Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Sweet (laughs) Sweet Mike Okay so uh, we're going to read a few of these Um, This one the title is Today's the day And the body just says I'm going to quit smoking for good If I do see you again please don't smoke around me And I'll return the favor Which just seems like a public announcement to me Like I don't (laughs) know so if you see this guy, he's trying not to smoke, you guys.
1: Noted. All right, that's not Noted. just to Don't one person, that's around. to everybody. That's to everybody. Yeah.
4: Which, in fact, I think he maybe should have described what he looked like or something, so yeah. he would know not to smoke
1: around. He's the guy not smoking. <laughs>
4: what? Oh! That's clever, I get it now. Okay, um, this one. Michelle, you're new in our office. Mmm. <laughs> Mike, is this yours?
1: Oh, Michelle. Mm.
4: It says, I'm curious. You're new to our team. You seem to be interested in what I or others think. And I wanted to ask you do you ride horses or Harleys? You have that look about you.
1: <laughs> I know she's bow legged.
4: She's bow legged? Yeah, she's
1: bow legged.
4: What is that? How also it's not like like he like covered all his bases like he was like horses or Harleys. If you yeah. ride something, I'm interested in getting to what know is you that better, what so. does that
10: mean? You know like this, I imagine long sexy blonde hair down to the middle of her back.
4: Does she wear chaps maybe?
10: Chaps. I imagine she has a big butt.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't picture the wow.
11: big butt. I she
4: okay. Um, this one has a curse word in it. But I'm not gonna say it. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say effing instead. Okay. Okay. It's fucking. It's. <laughs> I don't know. My parents listen to this. Uh, okay. Um, the title is I touched your butt and you said you kind of liked it. <laughs> and the body says. Hopefully, you see this and you were like, damn, I should have effed that kid because he's so hot. That's what I wanna do. The reason I chose you to post this for is because I was like, Damn, that girl is hot! Plus, you said you liked it when I touched your butt.
3: <laughs> <laughs> he just reset.
4: <laughs> like, I feel like if, if if you told a stranger that you liked it mm-hmm. when he touched your butt, then there's not any more explanation needed. You know it's for you. Because you're the only yeah. one who
1: said yeah, that. There's yeah, there's one in pr- three and a half million people.
4: <laughs> yeah, I, okay. All right. Um this one's called Flirting on the Eisenhower. <laughs> you. Yeah. You, gorgeous brunette with a great smile in a white car. Me, bearded and very handsome. Who says that?
10: A, g- <laughs> a guy with confidence. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
4: These are all mine. (laughs) I'm sorry. That answer came really fast, by the way. Really fast. Okay, me, bearded and very handsome, smiling at you from my silver car near the Austin exit. I motioned for us to exit at Harlem and ah! talk. You agreed, but then you turned off at the last second. You're gorgeous. Let's get together. Creepy.
6: Creepy. <laughs> like,
4: my, my thought is not that this is like someone I can have a future with, but like someone who wants to wear my skin. Like, <laughs> right? It's not
1: that creepy. I, that's it. Okay. I don't know. It's
4: like, it's Buffalo, a, Bill, like Buffalo Bill. Like,
1: like, like,
4: he's gonna put me in a well d- in his basement. <laughs>
1: Did you uh, just put the lotion on your damn skin? <laughs> what <are> you doing?
4: <laughs> I, I, see, I know what's you know, gonna happen. <laughs> you know, they're doing
1: a they're doing a musical in New York of Silence of the Lambs. Really? Are you yes, serious? Yes. Road the show stopping number is I smell your a word I'm not gonna say, and Phil's not gonna say either.
4: It's a bad word.
1: word. <laughs> uh, it's a very bad word about women. But anyway, it's a musical. Word. I Some think sometimes. we should go
4: on a road trip. <laughs> road
1: trip.
4: I meant all of us. Yeah. <laughs> okay, um, alright, this is a great one. The title, the title is Just Got Out of Prison. Oh,
1: alright. <laughs> <guys. laughs>
4: Semicolon. Mike, you
1: just got out of prison. <laughs>
4: you guys. Did you write two this week? That's weird. Okay. Just got out of prison. Semicolon. Did you wait for me? Oh, heartbreak. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> Okay, I can't. It, it's, it's too good. It's just too good. I'm gonna read it anyway. Okay, so we met at this bar that's now a Starbucks. That's one. <laughs> We had a great conversation, and you gave me your number. I really meant to call, but I got caught up in some serious drama that mm-hmm. very night. Legal drama. Yeah, legal drama. <laughs> Long story short, I caught a Class A, and I got 25 years. Oh, my oh, yeah. God! <laughs> I did 19, out on good behavior, and I thought I would look you up. Man, it gets sweet. better! Oh. I guess your number has changed. I'm sorry for the delay, but if you're still interested, I would like to continue our chat. You seem fun. I was the dude with the plaid shirt. We both enjoyed Law and Order. That's the only show that was on 19 years. I know. So, I I swear to God, like I cannot write this shit. Sorry, mom and dad. The God. last sentence is we both enjoyed Law and Order, and I was I read this and I was like this can't even be real. It's it's like it's like it's like it's like, it's like the holy grail of people who like to make fun of Craigslist. <laughs> but I looked it up Law and Order was definitely on, and that means he missed all of it because it just ended this year, yeah. right? Like he missed it all.
1: DVDs, <laughs> thank DVDs. Thank God for DVDs. Netflix. Yeah.
4: I ho- don't you hope that she uh, like called him
3: though? Yeah, I mean that was yeah. a little bit sweet. I hope yeah. it No, it's super yeah. sweet. he's like he's uh, gonna explode. Jean-Bella jean Valjean. How did I say that? All right.
4: I think, think
6: we are good. <laughs> yeah. That's disconnection
1: with the guys, thank you. Yeah. 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 Right. thank you. Um, welcome welcome back to the stage again, Jeremy Scott. Jeremy Scott for one more.
2: Number. Yeah. I gave him no warning whatsoever Sorry. Uh
1: Jeremy. Yes. While you're while you're fixing your your tail there, um, do you uh, have you ever been in love? Uh, I have been in love. Oh, actually, that's really nice. Currently, am. Are you about to play a love song? Oh, currently am. Why yeah. did I miss that? I don't know. I just, I just threw that out there. <laughs> do you love it? Anybody in particular? <laughs> no. Oh, really? Very nice. I'm Let's in love give with her, Yeah.
11: yeah. All right.
1: I want you to stare her in the eyes during this whole song. I'm kidding. Right. You can do whatever you want to. All right.
9: This, this song is about a guy who uh,
8: loves somebody and I don't think she loves him back, but it goes like this. It's called Barstool.
12: But I wish what we had lasted longer I guess that was your choice So I called you up to sort it out Sorry, don't mean to shout But a crowded bar room makes a lot of noise From the deepest canyon to the highest Some birthday fights You said some didn't feel quite right When I close my eyes at night Well, it's your face that I see Well, you bought yourself a ticket You're gonna travel to the middle of the world Just to see what you can see found yourself a new friend before you left and I'm wondering are you thinking about him or are you thinking about me from the deepest canyon to the highest mountain low and all points in between saying so nights and birthday fights you said some didn't feel quite right when I closed my eyes. Think about the summer when we went from the deepest canyon To the highest mountain low And all points in between Sandstone nights and birthday parties, some didn't feel quite right When I close my eyes at night It's your face that I see
1: Okay, and now uh, for the exciting conclusion of As the World Sighs. Chad, lead us into (laughs) this. Made possible by
7: Jeremy Rosenthal, attorney at law, a.k.a. the screwdriver. Ravens Park's leading divorce attorney wants you to remember, if your wife is trying to screw you, let Jeremy Rosenthal screw her. Last time on As the World Sighs. Uh, 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 Reagan! <laughs> uh. Uh. find Tasia, Shay's jealous sister, in the elevator control room. Uh,
4: Seducing that elevator repairman and forcing him to teach me how to use this complicated on-off switch was the best decision I ever made.
12: Now all I need to do is get to Bryn, Carlo's girlfriend, show her this steamy elevator camera footage and convince her to kidnap
3: Shay. Guess she's not such a goody-two-shoes, after all.
4: Even I wouldn't have sex with my boyfriend's bandmate in an elevator. (laughs) Oh, wait, I did that last week. Whatever, this monologue is played out.
5: (laughs) The elevator's moving.
3: Hashtag, love in an elevator. Hashtag, Aerosmith. Hashtag, ironic. (laughs)
5: Carlo, I've never felt this way before. Justin and I can never get this intimate, you know, because of his waxed mustache.
3: Yeah, he's such a Fredo.
5: Carlo, what are we going to do? I can't take the scandal of a breakup right now. Not with my career taking off.
3: Def, let's just shelf it for now. We'll always have this Vader hashtag kiss your sassafras.
5: Justin! What's
1: up, Shay? Carlo? Don't try to explain. I know exactly what's been going on here. Justin, you sound
5: different.
1: Oh, I mean... uh, Don't try to explain. I know exactly what's been going on here. Turned on by the noises that they were making? Well, I'm not the only one, then. All right. Now, let's, let's uh, check back in with Luthario one last time, just for a second. Go. I, I meant no
3: offense to fat chicks. Your heat is my heat. But I'm sorry. Uh, to my female parole officer, we did have something special to my male parole officer. I wasn't in prison that long. Okay, <laughs> all, right, all right, Oh, no, 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 no right Matt, Matt, Matt,
1: Matt, it's not what you think. What? He tried to have sex with me. <laughs> oh, I thought it was something else. Yeah, okay. oh, I <laughs> get it. Uh, yeah. we, need to, we need to finish up this show here, so any last words? Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, hey, if any of you ladies uh,
3: wanna buy me a drink after the show, I'll be no. in the back of the room. No.
1: Don't do that, don't do that. Good luck, Lou. <laughs> hey, thanks, Matt. <laughs> all right, boo. <laughs> All right. Good luck, Lou. Uh, I'm glad we didn't clap for him. He didn't deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ding okay. dong. Oh, oh, that's our doorbell. The City Life doorbell. Uh, pardon me, folks. Somebody's here.
11: Uh, hello? Uh, is this my hotel?
1: Ah! Rick Richwald, our old friend. Oh, hello. Hey. Oh, for you. Yeah, come on. Thank you. Oh,
10: jeez. I can't believe I did this again. I'm interrupting your make-believe playtime radio.
1: (laughs) I'm sorry, you guys. No, that's okay. That's okay. All right. Now, uh, uh, Rick is visiting us from Rhinelander, Wisconsin. So um, come on in. Come on in. And uh, now, Rick, don't tell me that you are still...
10: Lost in the city. Oh, no. (laughs) Yes, I'm afraid so. God darn it. Those directions you guys gave me were pitch perfect. All the way to the Red Roof Inn. I get there, no problem. A very pleasant walk, just Good. as you promised me. There I am, standing before the door. <laughs> I can hear the purring of my dear wife deep in sleep, my sweet angel. Oh. I got my key in the lock. I'm about to turn it. And? and? I got thirsty. Oh. You know, parched. El Sahara y my mundo. Huh?
6: <laughs>
11: I mean,
10: bad, you know, my lips chip, chapped, chippy chapped worse than King Tut's a-hole. Oh, no. My throat sounds like Dark Vader. <laughs> Dark Vader? Dark Vader. I'm not waking my wife to this noise, so I'm dancing with my top off at Bucks. Well, well, wait, wait, wait. wait. Did you say Bucks, it, the, the bar in Boystown? Yeah, Boystown. People keep saying that, Boys Town. I mean, these were grown men.
1: <laughs> I mean, they were they ever, men? <laughs> well, well,
10: you know, they call it,
1: we call it Boys Town because it's Well, I, you know,
10: I see this place, Bucks. By all appearances, it's a normal bar. They got yeah. a deer head on the wall. Right. You know, billiards, darts, no different from Quaid's and Rhinelander. Okay. You know, it's a place where men can relax.
6: Sure.
11: But this place, oh man, this place, oh, I'm about to tear up. Are you okay? <laughs> you know, the men at this place, the, uh-huh. the kindness that these guys show toward each <laughs> other. <laughs> Oh. I'm sorry. I don't usually, but these men were being kind to one another. You know, truly, selflessly kind. <laughs> now, that's really,
1: that's really nice. Now, uh, you do know that they are. You know, uh, holding
11: one another, man, uh, you, comforting one another. You know, I can't find words to tell you how good, <laughs> just how right it felt to be held by his strong man for him oh. to tell you, you know, hey. <laughs> You're going to be okay! (laughs) You know, I'm laying there balling bawling in this man's arms. (laughs) I just had no idea how much tension I was carrying around with me all the time. I mean, this is how we ought to treat each other,
1: damn it! Hey, I agree, I agree.
11: I mean, what a shame, you know, that our society doesn't... You know, I mean, kissing feels good. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't we? You know, it drives me nuts. <laughs> Man, I mean, have you ever let a guy really hold you? Well, hey, I'm not talking about a polite, how you doing, grandpa kind of hug. I mean, letting a guy really unload a full two arm support me till the end kind of hug. I'm sure I have at some point. I don't. No, really... Matt, you need one of these hugs. Here I come, buddy.
1: <laughs> All right now. Nah. Nah. Uh, you're safe oh. now. Okay. You're nah. really safe, man. You, you are. You like can you let your car down. That's okay.
10: Okay,
11: you're not performing right now, man. No,
1: I just don't. be here
11: with me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I
10: mean, doesn't... That's how I want to hug everybody now. Just let them know, hey, I'm right here. We're both right here. (sighs) You know, the incredible impossibility of that that my particles and your particles would bump into each other
1: in this precise configuration. It's very poetic. I can think of no greater miracle, my friend. Well, uh, you said earlier that you were dancing, though. Oh, and that.
11: more than that, man. Holy mackerel.
10: I mean, these guys have fun. I'm sitting at the bar, sipping a rum, nothing strange, just normal, da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da. Uh-huh. Da. Except I'm getting a massage. <laughs> My new friend is giving me a massage I'm melting like butter in this guy's hands I mean, my wife's giving me a massage But God bless her, she doesn't have the power in her fingers To get down You know, to the second level I'm talking about the deep tissue man yeah, yeah,
6: yeah.
1: yeah, I do I love a good massage too You need to kiss a man
6: <laughs>
1: Maybe in a little bit In a second Maybe All right, now, uh, first I want to hear about uh, the the dancing that you mentioned earlier. Oh, I'm
10: dancing. These weren't soft men. (laughs) Hector,
1: you'll never meet
10: a nicer guy. I mean, tough, built guy. Strong, strong, strong. I mean, you know, I've looked at myself in the mirror a million times. I never thought before that a man could be beautiful. I mean, he's like a goddamn statue. (laughs) He's got road bumps up and down his stomach. Road bumps? Yeah, his abs.
1: His abs, abs, okay. Those are abs.
10: Abs. Okay. I mean, this guy, the kindness in this guy, you know, he, he sees me shivering while I was making vomit in the alleyway. He takes his coat off his own back and he gives it to me to warm me. Oh. I mean,
1: yeah, well, but, but the vomiting, I, I want to hear, is everything okay with Let you? Let me tell you, I'm up
10: there in the DJ booth. I'm spinning Bob Seeger tunes. I'm doing mashups. Neil Young, mixed up with the Parliament Funkadelic, mixed up with the Baby Talk Man. The crowd's going pig wild. Rich World, Rich World. They're all yelling my name. I felt that special, man. I mean, one time mm-hmm. I got to represent my class at the Fireman's Volunteer Banquet, mm. and I gave a little speech. Oh, that, well, that's good. But I'll tell you, Matt, this was a cool feeling. You know, these people really liked me. I, I mean,
11: I had that joint rocking, man. Yeah,
1: that's great. Yeah, but what happened that made you sick, though? I'm a little worried. <laughs> oh, they're feeding me pills. <laughs>
6: they're feeding That'll me pop it. pop pills. I feel like a
10: newborn baby. I mean, everything I see is a brilliant new idea, making its first tender iteration in this vast, infinite moment. I'm swimming in the puddin' at this moment. I mean, everything I touch, I feel. Okay. Oh, my God, my fingers, they felt like penises. Oh. I mean, they were that tender and that sensitive. I, I, don't, I don't know what to say to that. <laughs> I'm popless, you know, I'm a pale-chested fish. In a swaying fluid of masculine consciousness. I'm connected to every other particle in God's kingdom. Never let me go, brothers.
11: <laughs>
1: Rick, <laughs> Rick, come back to us, please. Oh.
6: <laughs>
10: I wake up, I see marble figurines on pedestals. Okay. Oil paintings in golden frames. High-grade floor tiling. Okay. <laughs> if I die, baby Jesus, am I finally home? I see a face, of, a familiar smell. Eggs and sausage. Hector brought me
6: breakfast. Oh.
10: He's wearing a kimono. That's what he calls it, a kimono. Kimono. <laughs> kimono. <laughs> yeah, kimono. Yeah, kimono. We stayed up all night watching classic movies. You know? <laughs> of course. I'm Hit talking Hitchcock. I'm talking Ford. I'm talking Woody Allen. I mean, just holding on to each other. You know, I feel like I'm finally awake after decades of deep sleep.
1: Well, Rick, my God, that is really, really wonderful.
10: Thank you, man was a cool feeling, you know? His roommate, though, I think he might have been gay.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
10: <laughs> hey, tell you what, I'm a modern guy, man, but I could just tell. Certain guys give up a certain vibe. It's just...
6: <laughs> It's the
10: way that they look at you, and there's nothing wrong with that. Sure. You know, more, more power to them. It's just not the way I choose to live. And please don't ask my kids to live that way. Uh, well, uh, <laughs> all right. Let them make up my, their own minds. Matt, keep your hands off my kids. I don't know why you're talking to me. All right. Make up
1: your own mind. That's what it's all about. All right, well, uh, now, do you need help getting home tonight?
10: That would be grand. Oh, been, my poor wife. I bet she's worried sick about me. Uh,
1: she all will I be. I hope after, she is. She will be after she hears <laughs> it's this. It's been a month. <laughs> it's been a month, so uh, we're gonna get you home tonight. Thank uh, you. Yeah, you're welcome, man. So hang on for a few minutes, I'll close the show, and, and then we'll, we'll get you back to the Red Roof Inn. Okay. All right, everybody, now... Woo! He's, a, he's a good man, he's a good man, a good heart. All right, everybody, <clears throat> what did we learn tonight? What do you think we learned tonight? Men can be beautiful, yeah? Yeah, men can be very beautiful too. Yeah. I'm picturing Hector right now. And we also uh, we also learned to not date Lou I resent that! <laughs> Shut up. And uh, you know, thinking of how to frame the show, and I was looking at it, how to, um, trying to consider it from every angle. I learned some stuff about myself. I learned, of course, that I have a lot of love in my life. I love my wife, my family, my dear friends, I love my cats a lot. I've, I've loved sports teams and players, political figures. I once desperately loved a 13-year-old girl. I was 12, relax. <laughs> I love audiences, thank you. I love artists, and I love where I'm from, where I am, and I'm sure I will love where I'm headed. So during these crazy make ups tonight, I hope we all learn that love is beautiful, in all its forms, whether it's between a parent and a child, a person and their pets, or a man and a woman, a man and a man, a woman and a woman, a man and three women, a woman, a woman and her horse, platonic, of course. <laughs> of course. Or between a group of people and the city they live in. Be kind. Love everybody around you at least a little bit and let them love you back. Good night, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs>
0: Don't need this guitar
1: City Life Supplement was recorded in front of a live audience at Transistor Chicago. Transistor, an art gallery, bookstore, CD and record shop, electronics boutique, and so much more. Find out more at TransistorChicago.com. I'm your host, Matt Lyle. Our house band tonight was Phil Garno and Eric Laughlin. Our acting company is Mike Brunley, Jack Birdwell, Billy Bryant, Dan Forsythe, Heather Forsythe, Ken Lyle, and Allison Tolman. Our writers are Matt Coleman, Jack Miggins, Matt Lyle, that's me, Allison Tolman, and Jennifer Yule, as well as Evan Hatfield. Sound engineering by Dominic Armstrong. Our website is citylifesupplement.org. Follow us on Twitter, if you can, at Ravens underscore Park. We are City Life Supplement on Facebook. This podcast is made possible by the generous support of the following donors. Are you ready? Angie and Mike Toes, Connie and Joe Geider, Kay and Tommy Ellison, Kenita Massey, Amy and Jeremy Rosenthal, Jen and Matt Ludlum, Les Geider, Connie and David Lyle, James F. Freund, Matt Greiner, Kathy O'Neill, Kevin Hall, Ben Bryant, Patricia K. Long, Matt Webb, Vicki Barnett, Heather and Dan Forsyth, Zach Freeman, Tracy Kaplan, Gene Stoner, Bree Casey, Darius Pratt, Kristen McCollum, Justin Davenport, Barbara Bowman, Robert McCollum, Greg McPherson, Becca Shivers, Julie Burt Nichols, Steve Jones, Katie Height, Chris A. Polson, Sean Circoni, Sally Fiorello, Cheryl Boer, Artie Oliason, Mark Oristano, and John Sichter. The City Life Supplement is a production of Bootstraps Comedy Theater. Thanks, Matt. Good night, everybody.